0: Hello and welcome to the 3rd Faction Podcast. It's a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft and how that community can be developed and used for good. I'm Demetianoth, but you can call me Demi, and I'm here with Bricko.
1: Hello, Demi.
0: How are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself?
0: Not too bad. Not too bad on this sunny Sunday morning in the UK. I understand it's extremely early for you, though.
1: Yes, the sun has not yet popped here in Minnesota.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to tell you a little bit about how uh, the Third Faction podcast works and why we're here. We want to talk about how the World of Warcraft has changed and helped our lives and how we enjoy being part of that community each fortnight we're going to be joined by a guest to chat about the community and hear their experiences of it too and we aim for this show to be an antidote to a lot of the negativity and toxicity that can be out there in the gaming world and that's something that we're going to touch on a little bit later in this episode as well we're also going to share wow news and updates as we can and point you our dear listeners to places that you can use to build your community in the world of Warcraft as well. So as this is the first show, we wanted to talk a little bit about how Warcraft and the community has helped us through something like 11 plus years that we've been playing. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Bricko, who's going to take you through his little experience with Warcraft and then will come back to me.
1: Wonderful, yeah, I have 15 years is a little experience, I guess we'll go with that, just, right?
0: Just a smidge.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was first played, and I think it was the fall of 2004, I probably should have researched that, but anyway, I got the, the free, I saw the commercial on television, so I got the free uh, up to level 20, and played that, and that was back when uh, the server didn't matter, you didn't always get to play without a long queue. So I had six or eight different characters on different servers and whichever one I could get on at the time is the one I played. (laughs) So (laughs) it was, uh, quite the experience, but, um, needless to say, I fell in love with it. Uh, I'll never forget. First of all, the TV commercial for it with the bear and the, and the dwarf hunter. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I still get goosebumps thinking about it, but, uh, I started with a dwarf pally and, uh, He, it was a funny story too, because he was the first one I built, and his name is Bricko, and he's still in-game, he's still my main, and I could not play him, like, a lot of the time, once I finally did subscribe, and, uh, so I make these other tunes, like I had said earlier, and, but I always went back to him, and i since deleted all those other ones until I actually became an alt-oholic in BC, but, uh, um, we, uh, Running around Azeroth and just falling in love with the first Flightmaster trip from Thelzomar to um, Ironforge. Just hopping on that griffin and worried about that you had enough silver to do it. It was was just something. And then the music in Ironforge, the the whole game really, but back then it was what really hooked me. And uh, meeting some friends online all of a sudden, it was such a new thing, like... I don't know, it was great, I met uh, a lovely guild that I was in, in Liege Lords it was called, and and later on, oh it would have been about 2010, one of my guildmates actually built me my new, or back then, my new computer, my new rig for gaming, so uh, it turns out she doesn't live too far from me and uh, became fast friends and we have sushi now and again together to this day.
0: Oh, that's lovely. I love how you can make, you know, those real-life friendships are such a great connection.
1: Yeah, it's just wonderful. And, you know, it was so welcoming, and and everybody was really fun. And and then I remember I was, like, level 50 when BC came out, and uh, (laughs) a lot of the guild was at the Dark Portal when I turned 58, I think. Back then you could hop through the portal then. And uh, so one of our, like, our guild tank... He said, all right, let's go. And I went through this dark portal after the install (laughs) of Burning Crusade. And holy moly, this is something. And I think BC became my favorite at that point. You know, Wrath is great. But, man, when when you have your guildmates taking you through and they've been in it for two weeks, it was pretty, you know, the timing of it was, for me, I was a little bit behind everybody. But the times we had just getting... Um, a warlock mount for the gal that built my computer, and then getting my paladin mount, and and all the work you had to do, and all the help you you were able to get from your guildies. It was what really hooked me, and that's when I think I started the whole. I mean, it, I didn't even realize at the time, but community, just yeah. flat out community, and, and I
0: think, good I think and that's, bad,
1: you know, at times.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's you know that that sense of working together to do something like you just said they're working together to get your is warlock mount and then your paladin mount those those are the kinds of things that you know when you do those together with people those memories stay with us you know absolutely they're and then not you know, just pixels it's other people
1: exactly and you don't want to let anybody down and you do your best and you know it's it's a cool it's, it's a cool camaraderie i think you know
0: It Um, is, very much so. So after BC, you know, you've obviously we've met through Twitter um, and through kind of some of the communities that we're involved in as well outside of the game. Um, So tell us about your journey from BC up to today.
1: So um, BC was wonderful. I was never one that was able to do the raids and stuff in vanilla. Um, But man, Kara. (laughs) <laughs> and, oh, that was for between, uh, it's hard to decide between Kara in BC and uh, Nax in Wrath. We spent equal amounts of time in both yeah, as a as a guild and then we even partnered with a guild back when that was a thing so that we could do the, the Nax and, and Kara stuff. Um, I still haven't gotten the horse from Kara. I've been I tried and tried and tried for a long time, and I haven't done it for a while. I haven't had a whole lot of time to game, but um, after that, Wrath kind of wasn't too much different. We were still a very active guild, still having a lot of fun, um, but then the Cataclysm came, mm-hmm. and I'm still frustrated to this day about what they did to my paladin. Oh. I'm not a fan of holy power. That's just... I don't need to throw a whole lot more shade i just i was uh (laughs) i was really good healer and i really enjoyed it and i've not been able to figure out you know holy power or healing on my pally since i still do it in bgs from time to time but for the most part i'm a i'm a tank now so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then level rat or whatever but um after kata we had a, a brief a brief uptick in our guild in um Uh, Miss Pandaria which was also a lot of fun and then I found another guild on the Horde side and that was a good community for the most part we had a lot of fun too and then after uh, Miss it kind of petered off and became a one player game for me you know I still had I still had friends in game and you know um, we still had the two guilds running just very very slowly Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah and, and I think one of the reasons I really wanted to do a podcast like this is to kind of bring back that sense of community that, that some other um, shows have right now that we, like my old guild, or my other guilds, used to have back in the day, like to try to yeah. foster a place for people to be safe and have fun and and just be together, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: and. I, and... So, you know, given what's what's happening as we record this podcast, what's happening in the gaming community, and the streamer community, not just World of Warcraft, but World of Warcraft has had some of the most horrific um, experiences of it. So at, at the moment, um, you know.
1: Yeah, now when hits home, clo- you know, for us being yeah. that's our that's our, that feels like our space, and and how do you do that in our space? This is not right, you know.
0: Yeah yeah and uh, you know we, we will come back to that a bit later on but it's it to me it actually feels like you know we came up with this podcast idea you approached me about doing a podcast and we sort of went back and forth about how what sort of format it would be what angle we would take whether we you know i'd sort of said i didn't want to do law because i thought although i am a law nerd i thought there were a lot of other people doing that really really well and i didn't know how we could make it um, right. different and and make it different enough that we can stand on our own without being compared to some of the really good ones and then through um, I think two things sort of happened, I did um, I guested with Syrup on Scrubs versus the World and then which was wonderful by the way thank you, well you know Cy's a great host and it was easy it really to talk is. to him so you know that was um, we talked that was off the back of a tweet, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Right. That, you know, we talk about community and that's how things, you know, how we find each other and stuff. But, you know, that we didn't, we did that. And then something else happened where um, I, I'm a patron of um, Taliesin and Nevertell and they do a Q&A every so often for their patrons and they got to my question. Um, and I'm also a patron for Marley Gray. And Morally Grey patrons tend to change their names each week to something yes. extremely immature and very not safe for work. And I I have to change my patron name like every Tuesday morning so that if Taliesin and Nevertel get to my question, they're not reading out something that has an inordinate amount of dick jokes and <laughs> uh, dodgy references in it. So they read out my question and I tweeted that they'd read my question out and how grateful I was that I didn't have my Morally Grey name up when they got to my question.
1: Oh, that's brilliant! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then, what happened was the Taliesin and a Never Tell Twitter account went and followed the Morally Gray Twitter account, and Jin messaged me to say, "Oh, thank you. They followed me. It was a little bit more fanboy than that, but I won't expose Jin for being sure. a <laughs> Sorry, Jin. <laughs> um, but when we, you know, when we then we, we had a little chat about it, and he said. You know it had really excited him and how happy it was and i i said actually you know what that's one of the things i like most about this community is connecting good people and then i think i messaged you and said this is this is if we're going to do this this is the angle i think we need to take i want to do it about the community so that we can connect more good people together and highlight the good people that are out there that may not be getting the kind of, you know, expose more people to more audiences, and you know, help raise all those good people up, um, which seems like it needs to be even more of a thing right now. Oh, um, and 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 here we are with this podcast talking about community. So, you know, we're kind of. I was going to talk about my introduction to Warcraft here. Um, that I've got that in my show notes. I have done show notes. I feel really professional.
1: Uh, <laughs> we <way to> go. <laughs>
0: um, but I, in short, I am a Wrath baby. Um, I started the game in January two thousand and nine because I had a whopping hangover. I was bored out of my brain, and I had seen adverts featuring William Shatner and that's the Oz- yeah, <laughs> and the Aussie Osborne one. Um, saying that Ozzy no, Osbourne was the one where he was saying he was the Prince of Darkness um, but I am a Star Trek fan so seeing William Shatner on an advert I was a bit like oh, what's this? I'll go and check that out <laughs> so I, I did, like a lot of other people, I did the 10 day free trial I rolled a Human Warrior um, my former husband joined me in game about a week later and then within about two days, we I think he rolled a Pally and then we made a friend with another warrior, a guy whose player name was Andy Coops, And so we had three plate wearers and we all started leveling together. Uh, you know, three plate wearers leveling together. It tells you how much of a complete bunch of noobs we were. <laughs> um, right. But we had a huge amount of fun, you know. He, Andy was my first in-game friend. Um, we're still friends now. Um, we still chat every now and again. And, He's recently come back to the game, and I sort of checked up on him and made sure he was, you know, all right. And we helped him do some quests and leveling for a bit. Um, and I keep tabs, we're in different guilds now, but we still keep tabs on each other. So, but it was That's through cool. him. Yeah, it's, you know, I want to make sure that people are all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, we, through him, we met um, this guild called the Monkey Tree um and i realized that how much of a community there was within those girls and this is you know this is early wrath so this is before looking for group or servers being you know in battle groups and all that kind of thing so it was literally it was just your server and um, but these guys were doing world pvp you know we'd go and attack the crossroads um we do all that sort of stuff we'd go and get blown off the lifts at thunder bluff because we were trying to attack Oh bluff um, fun. yeah you know and all that sort of stuff and it was a lovely environment to be in it was really good fun um i mean for whatever reasons that guild sort of broke down and we ended up in a new guild but with the majority of the people that we'd been playing with anyway um and then in around i think it might have been around the same sort of time as i started on world of war well well, no it was probably about a year later actually i started i went and set up a twitter account and i set it up as my warcraft character who is now my kind of online presence to meet enough and i specifically went and looked for warcraft people on twitter um and made a lot of friends to the point that when i had a child (laughs) one of my twitter friends knitted a beanie hat for my new baby and sent it all the way over from the usa
1: oh that is so sweet
0: yeah and i've still never met this beautiful woman Shazoo. Oh. if you're listening um but i consider her a, you know a friend and if i ever make it over to the us and i can go swing past her house i would love to go and meet her you know um i still have the beanie hat because it means so much that somebody went and knitted that it's in alliance colors as well i mean how cool is that that is terrific. Um, but you know those are that's just an example of the kind of how i've met people through twitter that have become friends um i've also we have an annual meetup which unfortunately this year because of covid is unlikely to happen um but we have an annual meetup from a lot of those guildies way back from the monkey tree um and then the guild that we then went into which was jane doe um you know, we have friends from Sweden, the Netherlands, Denmark, Norway, Slovenia, various points around the UK, Scotland, London, Kent. Um, awesome. and, and we, you know, we try and meet up once a year. I'm very lucky that the old guild leader, the guy that set up the monkey tree and then set up Jane Doe, it lives 50 minutes from my house.
1: You that know? is nice, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, we, we catch up quite a lot. It's awesome fun. In fact, he's going to be one of our guests. Um... So, Verdi, if you're listening, prepare yourself.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Um, Wonderful.
0: Yeah. And then sort of more recently, again through Twitter, which is sort of how we came across each other. um, And then also when I started streaming, getting into the Warcraft streamer community, there are some really good people out there um, who've got big hearts and want to build positive spaces um, and who don't take you know they don't stand for any shit um, and I think as streamers, as podcast hosts as guild leaders even we kind of have a responsibility to set the tone for the spaces that we create um,
1: yeah yeah, you gotta foster what you believe you know absolutely. like this is what we need to be for the good of our community and, and each other right?
0: yeah yeah which kind of brings me on to what's been going on um, in gaming, in, in streaming, I mean it's not just limited to World of Warcraft, there are other streamers that have been implicated recently but essentially um, some very very brave souls have been stepping forward and talking about their experiences with sexual harassment, sexual assault And I believe there's at least one allegation of rape um, out there right now. And we couldn't launch this podcast, which is a podcast about community in World of Warcraft, without talking about what's been happening this week. So initially we'd had this idea that this podcast would be... This particular episode of the podcast would focus on mine and Bricko's stories and that we would talk about the experiences we've had of... The community being really positive, but in all good consciousness I don't think either of us could have done this episode without touching on what's been happening. I don't know yeah.
1: Um for sure, yeah sorry to cut you off. No 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 go for it. <laughs> um but I truly feel embarrassed, saddened, um furious. Uh there's a whole lot of words for what's going on right now. Um I think I'm so frustrated by it because it doesn't need, it shouldn't even be a thing, but I think sadly, in some cases, anyhow, there is evil in the world and it's at times disheartening and I, I mostly just want what we do here on this show, um, to be a show of support for those that have struggled or have been through things like that and that they can anyone that's been through that kind of thing can can come to us and and talk and not necessarily on a recording but just just to be there as friends and uh, I'm my voice is trembling I'm so um, irritated I don't even know if that's <laughs> I don't know the right word about what's happening in our community right now um, it's extreme, it's
0: frustrating I'm, that somewhere that we felt.
1: Um. Yeah, it's so. I'm so prideful of what I do in the game and what most of you know. My guild and 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 now getting in to be a part of all these new communities through Twitter and whatnot, meeting all you fine people, and to hear that there's a peep, there's a, a, a person that has let us all down with his with his actions. It, it I didn't think I was gonna get um, this worked up about it. To be quite honest, Demi, um, it's that frustrating. Because
0: you care, and, yeah, it's breaking know, my heart.
1: It's that yeah. simple. It's breaking my damn heart, and it needs to stop. And we need to foster a place where that can be can be. It'd be great if we could eliminate it. But like I said, there's evil in the world, and uh, um, yeah, I. I'm kind of at a loss for words, which is very mm. bad for a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it speaks what? to it it speaks to how frustrating and how angry we as a community are. Um you know, it's there have been uh there are disappointed people, too. Yeah Disappointed. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And there are people who haven't directly enabled these behaviors um, but have well actually no I think they probably have enabled them by not, act, not taking action by stuff, cheek. yeah mm-hmm. one in the other cheek and in some cases by not immediately um, believing the survivors um, and it, oh, it, it it makes me angry. It's frustrating, These, you know, this is, this is our space. We are entitled to feel safe here. We are entitled to enjoy this amazing, rich fantasy world without fear of harassment, racism, um, abuse of any kind. And for those people who are leaders in this community to abuse that to take advantage of their power and their position Um,
1: Sickening Sickening.
0: Yeah It's infuriating it's sickening, it's heartbreaking and you know there will be no space for that in in this podcast space we will not tolerate that
1: Um, Zero, yep, exactly
0: there are some other really really good podcasts who've touched on this in a a lot of depth Um, the couple that I've the one that I've listened to um, most recently is Joyce and Manny's um, episode on Fort Azeroth, I'll put a link to it in the show notes and Joyce is very very candid about her own experiences recently Um, and it's an extremely emotional episode I would suggest that if you have had any past trauma yourself, that you consider not listening to it if it's going to trigger you. But if you want to understand how prevalent this is in our community and how hidden it has been for so long, you need to listen to it. Um, I've had yeah, my own my experience.
1: Later today.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, to... No, no, no. I know you've said you're going to listen to it, and that's good. Um, I've had my own experiences in game and out of game with. Um, in-game people that I have met in-game. One was a harassment case, one was a sexual harassment case and I made the decision that I didn't want to talk about that on this podcast because I uh, I get too emotional um, and that's fine. I I don't want to hide that emotion but actually I'm going to talk to Syl about it on Whispers of War because I want, to talk, I want to talk to a friend if that makes sense absolutely
1: uh, she she truly is um, I was lucky enough this last winter to do a show with her and you know besides just being nervous and she made me feel right at home and she's so easy to talk to I think uh, her tweet yesterday about how to ask or how to uh, you know broach the topic to yeah. anybody who wants to talk about it um, she's Empathetic and sympathetic, and uh, she's just a terrific gal. I, I really enjoy um, the way she can um, um, put up, put things out there in the in the ether. You know, like just to make you feel um, safe to talk about the stuff that's really yeah. hard. You know, she's she's pretty pretty loquacious that way. You know.
0: Yeah, and it's. You know, as a wider community, it is important that we have those people that we know are are representative of safe spaces. And that we, as a group of people, do not tolerate any of this shit. Any of these, and I'm going to... This podcast is an explicit podcast, we do say that at the beginning. But I'm going to say, these motherfucking assholes have no place here. They cannot, if if they drive out the good people, that means they've ultimately won. If they stop people coming forward, and if we stop believing survivors, they have won. We cannot they, let them win.
1: Now I'm going to swear once, Kay. Go on. <laughs> I've never done it on a podcast, I don't think, so they will not fucking win. We All will right. not allow it in our space and in other spaces. This is going to get better. As much as I can promise it, this will get better. Yes. Oh, it's gotta.
0: <laughs> it has, and you can you know. And, and there also have to be, there has to be culpability for the organisations that these in, the, the the two main individuals. I mean, I'm not going to name it. If you want to go and find them, just look on Twitter. They're, you know. In fact, I will put a link in the show notes. To, um, there is a list on Twitter where all of the people who have been called out on their behaviour, from predatory behaviour all the way through to the worst possible um, crimes, is on this spreadsheet. And you can. And I think the spreadsheet's over 200 lines long.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: You know, that just tells you how how, I mean, and and I know that that is a fraction of the community, but that is how many people have come forward and said this happened to me. And it's not just, that list isn't just World of Warcraft, I should say, that is streamers, uh, the streaming, a a wider amount of streaming people and podcasting people um, who have abused their power, um, you know, and have traumatised people have used gaslighting techniques to make those survivors feel that they are in the wrong, that it's all in their head. Um, They have used grooming techniques, um, you know, and that is not acceptable, you know? Um, The organizations that have, there's organizations that have um, Allowed these things to continue, for want of a better term. Um, you know, they have to look closely at, at what they have been lacking. Yeah,
1: there's there's got to be ultimate responsibility. Um, yeah. You know, like you said, it is a fraction of of our player base, and it's not just World of Warcraft, but it. When you care about the the space you're in as much as we obviously do, any number is too many. And uh, yeah, we, we somehow we gotta. If, if something's happening to you, let us know, or tell anybody. Um, don't, don't don't sit on it. Um, if anything, we've learned, talk about it. Um, let's get yeah. this dialogue going. If 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 you're being um, harassed or, or abused or or anything like that, let people know. Um, we're all here for you. You know, we may be in a different country or a different time zone or or whatever, but. Get the dialogue going. Um, ask for help if you need it. Um, be there for other people that do need it. You know, like yeah. that's what we need to build.
0: You know. Yeah. Um, and it's not on you as a survivor to, um. You know, there's this thing of oh you have to prove. Where's the proof? People don't. You know, it's very very unusual for people to make up these stories. Right. Why would it you do that? it is yeah. horrific to go through um, and nobody wants to be in a position of being called a victim or a survivor, we don't tend to say victim so much anymore when we say a survivor but you know it feels like you become an object that can be discarded and people are not objects, we are complex, beautiful human beings, and we all have light and dark in us, and we can all be good or bad, but we do not, nobody deserves to be mistreated, or to have their um, well-being or safety compromised, that is not acceptable. Um, and it can be as you know in my case it started with one comment um, you know it, it it wasn't anything it wasn't anywhere near what a lot of these people have gone through um, but it still left me feeling unsafe um, and like a commodity
1: tell me Ugh, furious
0: <laughs> Yeah um, as, as two people Bricko and I have a lot of words We are able to talk Quite a lot about lots of things And for us to be sitting here Going Feeling so livid And so upset that we can't put it Into words is testament to how much This has upset both of us Um And I know Um that it has upset a lot of you in the community as well. Um, And that Twitter is fucking exhausting right now.
1: It really is. The world's on fire, everything's going on, and then this bomb drops last week, and uh, I just... I'm a big, strong guy, and I am not um, afraid to tell you right now, Demi, that I have tears in my eyes. Yeah. It's so... Frustrating. You can probably hear it in my voice. It's going to be hard to edit that.
0: <laughs> we're not going to edit out our emotions or,
1: our, <laughs> or right. our frustration.
0: You know, this is. It was
1: most. Yeah, it was mostly a joke so that I could smile. Um, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like I said earlier, we're all we're here. Um, we're easy to find on our socials. Um, if even if you need help advising someone else or whatever, we got to get people to talk. Um, we gotta be there for people and I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> I'm so frustrated.
0: That's okay. I um I, I agree, you know. Um if you want I mean we would do we're gonna we we would do the the kind of where to find us at the end of the show anyway, but put it in right now as well. You can find me on Twitter at Demeternoth, which is D E M E T E R N O T H, and you can find Bricko on Bricko Stud, which is B R I C C O S T U D, and we are both on Twitter. You can find us there. I mean, you can find the show as well, but for this, you might want to approach us personally. You know, if you have a, if you want to talk about something, if you have something that is going on that you want help with, we will make ourselves available for that. Um, absolutely i'm in the uk i'm in the eu so you know i um although the uk isn't part of the eu anymore i am um but we <laughs> you know and and briccos in the us so we have uh contacts across you know those zones like we also have contacts in like australia and other places in the world. But, absolutely
1: you know, and, and also you know just through our twitter you can you can check out the people we follow you know yeah. um, and and just that route too because most of the people we follow feel the same way we do and I've actually started to go through my follows or my followings to make sure I'm getting rid of those that have uh, broken my heart for lack of a better term
0: yeah I went through my auto host list on my stream channel to make sure I wasn't going to be auto hosting anybody that was a shitbag um i don't think, i mean thankfully the, the the a lot of the names that have come up like i have checked the spreadsheet and i don't know a lot of those names um so i am very lucky that that is yeah. the case right. but i mean obviously for the world of warcraft community to have two of the biggest organizations in the community implicated in this um is horrific we've looked up to those people we've aspired to be them um you know whether that's the actual i mean in my case it's the organizers more than the 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 members of those communities you know i've looked up to them for ways of how to create those communities and and they've done a shit job they have not protected their people
1: and that's something too you know, most of these organizations we're talking about were probably just fine, good people, and all it takes is a couple of bad apples, and then a couple more bad apples that sweep stuff under the rug to ruin a whole community.
0: Yeah, and there are a lot of innocent people who have now been caught up in it and who have lost significant livelihoods.
1: Absolutely, and that's that's the part too that can't be forgotten. You know, um, just beca- can we say their names or no?
0: Uh. the organization yeah yeah
1: yeah um so in Method's case
0: yeah
1: I follow a few people from Method that are just wonderful wonderful great follows good people and the stuff they're having to deal with now and that's that's paling in comparison to what the actual has happened to other people from you know that that have been affected by this abuse so don't you know I'm not trying to overshadow one for the other but the people that did nothing wrong. Now it, it's a trickle down, right? Yeah. You know, if, oh my, I'm still so worked up about this. Um, but you know, there's so much good out there to believe a little tiny bit of evil like that can can basically destroy it.
0: Yeah, well, it, it's very and that's what
1: we got to stand up against, right?
0: Yeah, it was in method. It was effectively one person. Who is who has behaved abhorrently, and I sincerely hope that they have the full repercussions of what has happened. You know that the the full repercussions of their behaviour is imposed upon them. Um, And it was then you could argue that it was enabled through the management of method. It's certainly clear that they knew what was happening and that they didn't act. didn't act upon it um and that's the worst part yeah you know that is i i advocate that people can learn and grow and change okay we need there is no moral perfection and we always have to strive for progress and to learn and grow and change but there are some things, and and it was it was Jamina Jamina Jamil who said this: If you have not done irrevocable harm, you should be allowed to change and grow. However, you you know in Methods' case, they because they did not act quick enough, and they weren't decisive enough, or um. you know that it felt yeah where's like, the <laughs> yeah i mean i uh, watched um, a stream who was uh, saying that some you know another big name had approached them and said you know what's going on with this guy josh and they went yeah we're handling it and that was a, that was a year ago
1: oh heavily. my gosh
0: you know and to not you know, he wasn't suspended from the team, he wasn't suspended pending investigation, you know, none of that happened. As soon as an allegation comes forward, you have to take action, and you can suspend people. You can bust their privileges down in your guild and say, look, dude, or dudette, whatever the the term is, I don't give a fuck, Um, (laughs) you know, this behaviour is not tolerated, we accept that you may not have done this but until we have investigated we cannot give you the privileges that you have previously enjoyed and then you have to go and investigate it and you have to make that investigation timely accurate um and if you can independent i suppose would be a good you know a good one to ensure as well because anybody involved in that organization may well have bias and will certainly have a vested interest, um, in protecting one person or the other, possibly. Um, yeah, so I think in Method's case, they cannot recover from this.
1: No, and it's a lot of good people. Yeah. You know, that are, that are now, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make it just about the people that didn't do anything wrong because we have to realize that there are people suffering and that we can do what we can to help them. But, yeah. you know, it it, it's, uh, it affects a wide scope. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't take too many to start that ball rolling the wrong way. So I'm hoping that with what we're doing here, Demi, that we can start the ball rolling the other way. Yeah. And foster I mean. some good and some happy and some enjoyment.
0: Yeah. Um, And it's important to say, you know, we we will not diminish what has happened. Um, We will not try and hide that by being all happiness and light because that's not reality. Um, And that's I personally I don't feel that just going, oh look, there's some nice things happening here. Don't look at the badness over there. That is, to me anyway, that's not helpful.
1: Correct.
0: We, We need to accept that there is some shit some fucking assholes um, I nearly said the biggest swear word there <laughs>
1: just <laughs>
0: reined it back in um, you know there are people who have abused their positions and who haven't addressed things um that should have been addressed but there are also very good people and what i think what we have to do now is help those survivors support them give them whatever they need whether that's time away from their um whether they're content creators and they need time away then we need to give them that time away um, and respect that if there are people within the community that want to be in safe spaces that want to just shrink their their communities down so that they know everybody within it and there's no danger of them being exposed to anybody who has been a shithead um you know whatever it may be we need to be able to provide that and we also need to point out the good people you know absolutely we need that the the
1: shining examples
0: yeah The shitheads need to be called out, and we need to continue calling them out, and we need to make sure everybody knows who they are, and that, you know, um, speaking from my own experience, that's why I'm going to be talking to Syl, because I haven't named the person that sexually harassed me, Um, but when I talk to Syl, I am going to. Um, We need to call them out, we need to make sure that they cannot do It to anybody else, we need to help the survivors and we need to sh- to su- to raise up the good people, and we need those good people to um, support everybody else as well. Um, because it, and it's only by doing that that we can start to heal this community. Um, sorry, yeah, as the gamer
1: episode
0: is around for us, isn't it?
1: right and I'm so sorry you had to go through what you had to go through Demi um, nothing but hugs to you and and I I appreciate I mean, the strength it takes to talk to anybody about it let alone you know, another podcast but I think the more awareness we have the better off the community will be and hopefully quicker the quicker yes. it'll maybe come back
0: yeah well it's taken some of the other people being brave enough for me to say You know what, I have not named this person because I didn't want to upset upset our mutual friends. Although they all know about it. Sure. And I can't do that anymore because he might have done something worse to somebody else. What he did to me was not, on on a great scale of the allegations that have come out, it was not, you know, it was definitely, if you like, think of it on a scale of 1 to 10 it was like it's like a 0.5 to a 1 at the most but it uh, the result of it was his behavior afterwards was so full of gaslighting narcissism and misogyny that I am worried that, uh, that he could do the same to somebody who is not um Who is not able to confront it, and and and, you know that it goes further for them. Um, And as I said, you know, I've I've chosen to talk to Sil about it because I want to kind of be able to say it and then it be done, if that makes sense. Whereas if I think if it was on our own podcast, I. it would be hard to talk oh
1: sorry i'm sorry i was just gonna say it would be it's it's a hard enough it's been hard enough on our um pilot show here to talk about all of it to begin with it would be really hard and i would listen for sure but it would be really hard to make it kind of an interview almost as far as talking to you about what happened to you you know um
0: there's something holding me back from doing it on our show, and I don't know what that is yet. But there's something holding me back, and there's something that said to me, you can talk to Syl about it. And some, and because something said to me, you can talk to Syl about it, I thought that's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. And whether that's because I feel a connection with Syl, or I enjoy talking to her, I don't know. Um, but I—that feels like a good space for me to talk about it. So that's what I've decided to do. Um, and actually, I don't need to explain myself, do I?
1: No, not a bit, not one bit. But it, <laughs> it, but it's you know like earlier, she she's so easy to talk to, and um, I just think you do you with your story. You know, whether it's on here, yeah. whether it's still, you know, it's. It's all up to you, the one that was harassed or, or abused. Um, but yeah, remember, and, you know, and that goes for
0: all survivors. You know, it's up to you whether you, even if you don't, you know, even if you don't want to talk about it. You know, there yeah, just are, know we're here. Yeah, know, there will be over people here. out there who are not ready to talk about it and may never be ready, and that's okay too.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: so, let's add a little bit more levity to this now. Um, earlier this week, I did a tweet on my Twitter, which is the at one, where I listed some good people that you can find, not just in World of Warcraft, but also in streaming and podcasting. Um, so some of them, there is obviously a heavier twist to World of Warcraft, but there are other people in there who do not necessarily stream or podcast World of Warcraft. But in my experience, they are good people. Now, so far, none of them have let me down. Um, obviously, hands right. up. Yeah. We assume that they will never let us down um, and will continue to be good people. Um, but if that at least needs editing at some point, then, you know, so be it. But you can find that on my Twitter profile. It's the pin tweet. It's not an exhaust, it's not an exhaustive list. I can never say that word exhaustive list. There you um,
1: go.
0: <laughs> But if you look through the whole thread, you will then see lots of other recommendations from people as well, so I did like, I think I did two tweets in the thread, and then there'll be a load of replies with other people, um, and I I will say that I can't endorse all of those replies, there are some people in there that I don't watch, or listen to, um, and you know, but take what you want from it uh, and ignore the ones that you don't want to watch. That's absolutely fine. Um, so that there are still good people out there. Um, yes. And this we
1: got to stick together.
0: We have. And this is a place, the third faction is a place that you can come and, you know, we will believe you. We will do our best to support you and to help you heal. Um, and ...to add some laughter and some levity along the way as well. This has been quite a, um... ...quite a brutal first episode, but there you are.
1: (laughs) So, you know, the one thing I really like to add a little more levity... ...is the third faction, I think, is the perfect term for our show. You know, we've got the Horde and we've got the Alliance. Those are two factions, right? Yep. Well, the third faction is our communities... ...that we can foster from this wonderful game. Um... And I think that once that hit me, I was like, this is just brilliant. What a great name. The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it, good or bad, right? We all have a say in it. So let's yep. make it as good as we can for everybody. I think that's wonderful. Um, what do you think, Demi? Demi?
0: I think that is the perfect note for us to do a little bit of a shout out and to wrap up the show on. Perfect. (laughs) So we had a huge list of people that we wanted to thank. And then we realised if we go through this list and we miss somebody, we're going to be mortified. So what we wanted to say was the support that we have already had for this show, um, on the Twitter feed to me and Bricko personally has been superb and we are deeply touched by how many of you have said um, we're really excited we want to hear the show um, who have offered me advice and tips Um, so from both of us, thank you and we love you
1: yeah, it feels so good feels so good
0: yeah, I feel a little bit spoiled
1: (laughs) yeah, that's right
0: (laughs) So that wraps up this first show I know it's been a little bit um, deep um, it won't always be like this we will have guests on um, we plan to it's going to be a fortnightly show um, and our first guest will be a streamer called Chumpa um, who streams World of Warcraft Classic he has a lot to answer for and you will hear that um, in the interview with him in um, a couple of weeks time um, we are looking really looking forward to growing this podcast and the community with you guys our listeners um, how can you reach me and brico well we've touched on this but i'll do it again you can find me demi uh, on twitter which is at demeternoth which is d-e-m-e-t-e-r-n-o-t-h you can find brico on at Bricko Stud, which is B R I C C O S T U D. And you can find the show, woohoo, yay, <laughs> on Twitter at Third Faction Show. Now that is the number three R D Faction Show. So it's three R D F A C T I O N S H O W. And you can also email us on the Third Faction Show, all one word. No numbers in there. Just the third faction show at gmail.com. Um, we do have a Twitch channel, but we're not going to talk about that just yet because we're not ready to stream live while we're recording. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think all that we is left for us to say is uh, always be learning, don't be a dick, and we will see you again very soon.
1: Bye bye.